What's up, world? It's your boy D Brown. I'm the CEO of Street Kings Promotions, and you're listening to Street Kings PR. This is our first official episode of Street Kings PR. Uh, basically, this podcast will be talking about current events and different things that's going on in the music industry. Uh, we'll be putting out information to independent artists and independent labels who are looking or, or who want to learn how to own, operate, and monetize uh everything that you put on social media that's your original content and we hear that all the time about content content and monetization and different things like that and media-based paperwork and publishing paperwork and uh back end and split sheets if you're hearing these different types of words and you don't know uh what these words mean uh we'll be putting out information to you guys just giving advice not saying that we're coming to you guys as some type of experts or anything like that but these this is just a process that that we tried over the last uh it took us 10 years to really you know get it together but um we have a process that works we receive uh the artists that i work with and uh, and the small labels that i'm working with uh we've seen great results from this process we see revenue from uh streams we're getting paid uh we're doing uh sync placement um for our songs songs have been picked up for sync placement and placed in uh for movies and commercials and different things like that so we just want to show uh take artists and give artists the opportunity to learn how to own operate and monetize their original content so if you (coughs) excuse me if you're out there and you you, um it sounds like something that you, you're trying to do or you're interested in doing uh, share it that's the only thing we ask you to do share this information share this information with artists like you and sharing with your with, with your label mates and people who you know that do music maybe it's something that um they can take from this if you're already doing it if none of this applies to you hey i wish you the best um but i get a lot of emails from artists and DMs from artists talking about media-based paperwork and how confusing it is. And some of them just don't understand how they need to register their music and how to register music properly with these uh, different entities. So I just want to start out the process, the artist I would go through and what we went through and what I do with most artists. Um, um, media-based paperwork. Every artist has to register and sign up with... Uh, a performance rights organization in the United States. There are three: BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. CSAC is invite only. So, as a writer, every artist, wherever you are around the world, you must register as a writer. BMI to to sign up as a writer is free. You go in, you sign up with, you know, they take all your personal information just like you would sign up for um, Facebook or any other social media platform. Uh, the only difference is with BMI, they're gonna they're gonna need your social security number. Uh, so they take your personal information. Nobody should have access to your BMI, ASCAP, or any of your media-based paperwork unless I'm gonna say your manager or they're working directly with you. So that way, if something happens, you would know like either I went into my account or you went into your account. Now, with me being, uh, working as a um, promoter and a marketer, I have access to clients uh, media based because that means that I'm working 
for them though at that time either uh, as a manager or something like that where i'm i'm going in and i'm uh registering songs with the distributor i'm making updates to their websites i'm doing things like that now if you have a person that works like i said before you'll be able to kind of narrow down who made changes or who's responsible for this and the reason why i'm, t I'm telling artists this is because once you get to registering and once your music is registered properly and you start receiving revenue you want to make sure and you know where that revenue is going and who's getting paid and and how you're getting paid and when you get paid so this is very important if you listen to this part um in this business it's to me i tell artists all the time 90 percent business 10 percent you know uh music you know so the most unattractive part of this is what i'm i'm gonna go into but like i said before you're gonna log in uh it's free to sign up with bm as a as a right bmi as a writer uh and they'll charge 150 dollars to set up your uh self-publishing uh ascap pretty much the same way but the price is a little different they charge 50 dollars for you to sign up for as a writer and they're gonna charge uh fifty dollars for you to sign up your you know your own publishing your self-publishing company so you'll be paying a hundred dollars to sign up with ascap and you'll be paying uh um 150 to complete uh, your writers and publishing with uh, BMI. And like I told you before, CSAC is invite only. So um, you won't have to worry about CSAC right now until you, you know, you receive an, an invite from that fraternity. But um, once you signed up with a performance rights organization, basically this organization is going to collect your performance uh, royalties. Anytime your song spins, there are two royalties that are collected from your song there's a mechanical royalty and there's going to be uh, a performance royalty every time that song spins so um, your performance rights organization bmi or ascap will collect that performance uh royalty inside the u.s only uh the next uh platform you you're going to need to sign up with is going to be sound exchange uh, sound exchange or google sound exchange i don't know if you heard about it heard of them but you need to uh like i said you can google it uh, uh and you just google uh, sound exchange sign up and here you'll be able to sign up as a uh, as a performer and a, a copyright holder so if you own your music you're the original uh you own the masters you can go ahead and register as a copyright holder um and they'll do the same they'll do it the same way on this application you just go through it just like you would sign up for facebook or anything they take your information and they, they take it's pretty it's pr pretty easy to sign up with them to if you're just signing up to register but you still may need some assistance to do it properly you know we do offer services doing that and like i said i'll leave uh social media handles here for indie artists to or labels to contact us or small business owners to contact us uh but um you fill out the application and it'll take normally they'll give them up to 30 days they'll send you a confirmation email just like you will from your performance rights organization after you register with let me back up a little bit because after you register with bmi or ascap um the email or gmail that you provide them with this is where they will be doing the majority of the the conversation conversation with you will be through text or email but you can contact them for, uh, you know, when you have an emergency, if there's something wrong, just like any other um, 
corporation that you call there are people that you can talk to but in this digital age most of these platforms you will not um some of these platforms you won't be able to talk to a person that day but you can fill out a ticket and someone from you know bm your performance rights organization uh, will contact you via email or if you need to speak with somebody for more serious issues there will be someone in your market or in your region that you will be able to um contact and talk to to get your issues fixed uh, but performance rights organization you want you got that knocked out uh, sound exchange you register with sound exchange sound exchanges they're going to collect your non-interactive streams once you register your music through uh, a distributor whatever distributor you choose to register your music through um, uh, the distributor is going to pay you a mechanical royalty which is paid every month from all the streaming platforms. If you have a song on the major streaming platforms and you have a fan base of people who are listening to your music and your music is actually being streamed, then once you reach their um, their threshold, each each uh, platform has a different threshold. Most of them are like $100. And once you reach the $100 threshold every month, depending on the amount of uh, streams you attain in a 30-day period, then you'll receive your money monthly paid from your distributor to your straight to your account or wherever you set your money up to um, to go but the publishing royalty that, it, that that not publishing royalty i'm sorry the performance royalty that is collected from your song you will not receive that revenue for at least nine i'm gonna say nine months mm-hmm. from the date that you drop the project the initial project release so if you have a project out there and you do a video and you drop your video uh don't expect any revenue from that um video for at least nine months from the date or full quarter you know every all the platforms are behind as far as payments i tell artists that all the time so if you're wondering like why haven't i got paid why haven't i got paid all of the platform are at least uh one full quarter or nine months behind in payments so think about that when you drop your projects before you see any back-end revenue from sound exchange or your performance rights organization and your publishing will be uh, about nine months so now you if you don't understand why artists are working so hard you tell that you hear them say oh, i got an album dropping the third quarter or such and such they they working they working they dropping content they doing as much work they touring they doing all kind of things uh promo runs all kind of things you know this this business is is this is a real business you know i know all that we get a chance to see the glitz and the glamour but this is a real business. These artists are, are busy and these artists are dropping content song after song after song. They're building cool catalogs, you know what I'm saying? And and the, the money is in the catalogs. If you didn't know that, the money is in the catalog. If when you own own your your masters, you know, it, it's money in that. So you register with the performance rights organization, BMI or ASCAP, you register with Sound Exchange. And lastly, you need to register with uh, Nielsen BDS. Uh, Nielsen BDS, counting your, uh, they'll be counting your radio spin. So when your song is played on internet radio or played on a radio station, uh, Nielsen BDS is going to be collecting that data. Um, we already talked about your publishing when you set up your publishing. Uh, you're also going to need a publishing administrator. Administrator, I'm sorry. So. Song Trust, look into Song Trust. We use Song Trust, songtrust.com. Um, go to songtrust.com and they have a small video and it explains 
what the publishing administrator does. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, I got my own publishing. Well, you're still going to have to have a publishing administrator to collect your your non-interactive uh, uh, streams and downloads overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, three, four hundred entities overseas mm-hmm. unless you can speak that language or speak these different languages to call these different entities to collect your music. You're going to have to have a publishing administrator who's going to do that. Co- collect that publisher uh, royalty. Um, the other uh, royalty publishing will come from your part of your publishing will come from your um, performance rights organization BMI or ASCAP if you don't understand this part if I talk too fast about um, this media based thing like I said you can ask me questions and I'll make sure I answer uh, those questions on the next podcast but let's walk through it one more time the steps you need first thing you want to do is register with a performance rights organization BMI or ASCAP as a writer and you have to if you want to self publish um, uh, like I said, BMI charges uh, 150 and uh, ASCAP charges $50 for your publishing. So you'll spend $50, $100 with ASCAP, or you can spend $150 to complete, um, complete a register with uh, BMI. Uh, Nielsen BDS is free to sign up and register with them, and Nielsen BDS is also free to sign up with them. Uh, you want to make sure this is done correctly. I mean, misspell word, uh, address not being uh, spelled correctly, a name not being spelled correctly could be the difference in you getting paid and not getting paid. And if you put this hard work in that I know you're out there putting in and you've been putting in for years, you're recording videos and different things, you're doing videos and different things like that. Um, you're out promoting your CDs and purchasing flyers for your projects and different things like that. You want to see a return on this investment in your on your investment so you want to make sure that you're doing this paperwork right that's the first thing and artists after you register with the platforms after you register with the entities that i that i mentioned before uh bmi after you're done registering that day they will send a confirmation email to your email explaining in three to five business days you'll receive a contract from bmi and i think it's a two or four year contract um uh, that you sign in with them for them to collect your your, your, your royalties. I think it's a two-year contract, but you can check to uh, make sure. I don't want to give any any bad information. I can't remember. It's been a while since I did actually did my um, BMI, but basically you're gonna sign a contract with them. But anytime uh, while you're uh, under contract with them, the contract is uh, retroactive. It will renew automatically once you register with them or either fraternity. But at any time, if you decide, well, hey. I've been a writer with uh, BMI for 10 years and I want to switch over to ASCAP. You can do so, but there are steps that you're going to have to take in order to do that. You have to notify them. It's a letter of uh, intent. I think you have to fill out and basically you contact them and you send it in. They give, they give you information to send in the letter of intent, let them know what you're going to do. And basically all that's going to do is BMI will stop collecting your, uh, your raw, your performance royalties on this, on, on as far as the songs that you register with as with ASCAP or BMI at that time, they will forever collect the royalties. But if you do a new song after you do the letter in, intent that you want to swap and go from ASCAP to BMI or BMI to ASCAP, uh, then uh, they will collect the royalties 
on the new songs that you publish after that. So um, all of the uh, platforms that you register with will send you a confirmation in your Gmail and they will contact contact you through email unless uh, it's something um, they need to talk to you about or they've been trying to contact you and can't get in contact with you. They will contact you by phone. Now, if you have issues of any time at any time with your paperwork, you are able to contact uh, these platforms and speak with an individual. Um, some of them may make a little, may take a little time for them to actually uh, respond, but just remember that you're filling out a ticket when you go in and have a problem. So once your ticket comes up, someone from that platform will contact you. Uh, from these uh, entities, will contact you. So. There is help out there. There are people that work for these corporations that are there to help the independent artists um, to make the process smooth. You're not signed to a major label. These major artists, they got, they have people doing this stuff for them. You're in the, if you're an indie artist, that means you're independent. You're doing things on your own. You have to have a team to, that's going to be doing these things consistently for you because the paperwork is not going to stop. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not going to stop. And as your catalog grows, it's not going to stop. So you better do this this stuff I'm telling you now. Don't wait later thinking, oh, I'm going to just keep doing it my way. And once I get a record deal or once something happens, then I'm going to go and get this paperwork right. It's going to be too late then. It's going to be too late. Media base is the key to you getting revenue. I'm just just leave it like that. It's going to make or break your career. So media base media base media base uh now once you register with uh your performance rights organization it's going to take a few business days like i said before you receive your contract for from your performance rights organization uh sign exchange they allow they ask you to allow them up to 30 days to process your application uh 10 15 days at the max uh pretty much every uh, application that i've done uh, Nielsen BDS now Nielsen BDS when that email comes back it's not going to say Nielsen BDS it's going to come back in some weird name but make sure you're checking your email uh, because once you open it then you'll know that it's Nielsen BDS but the, when the email comes to you it's going to come in some weird person's name so <coughs> they always send it from a staff um, uh, member so um, I'll have the uh, actual um email that you have to send them and how to properly um register with uh i have that sound exchange i have the actual email that you have to send to um it's not sound exchange nielsen bds i actually have that so anybody that's listening to to me and you, you need that i'll have that info for you um like i said i have my social media handles and i'll put them out at the end of this podcast but uh i just i just want artists to to, to understand that um it's now later with this. It's now later with the media based prep work. You're going to do it now and do it correctly, or you're going to come back later and you're going to have to pay a whole lot of money for somebody to do it correctly for you. So get your media based paperwork done now because, and I'm saying this because I've I seen a lot of, I'm in a lot of different music groups on Facebook and I go in and sometimes I don't like to debate with people, but when I see somebody post something that's just not correct, I try to go in and just put the info out to them and I try to uh, leave links and different things where they can go and hear it and research themselves. Uh, I don't want to tell people they're doing stuff wrong, but if I know like that process that you're taking right now is going to cause you, um, it's going to take a lot longer for you to get to where you're trying to go. Hey, it's nothing wrong with, hey, I try to 
and give them the info and you do with it what you want to do with it if you don't understand it then you come to us we offer the services to do it and we'll do the media-based paperwork for you we'll sit down with you we'll do a one-on-one interview with you and get this paperwork done correctly the first time and and i get artists all the time who call me and say i paid somebody to do it before man but i need to make sure and then they coming back and they having to spend money again so let's get get it done correctly the first time if you don't understand it find a professional that 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 knows what what they're doing and they can get this stuff done for you now once you get the approval back from all of the fraternities they tell you like you'll know you got approval when you have a they're going to send you a password you're going to have to go in there and you're going to have to confirm the emails so make sure that you're constantly checking your email and i want every artist to hey, get in the habit of Every morning when I get up, I'm checking emails. I'm, I'm up the first hour. I'm up in the morning. I'm pretty much going through emails and, and, and DMs to see, um, you know, well, what kind of emails I got overnight and and try to, you know, see what, what, what I need to make priority, what's priority at the time. So uh, get in the habit of checking email every day because you're going to get emails. You don't want to miss that important um, email and make sure it's just an email strictly for uh, your music. And in the process, the way we work is when we first make contact or talk to a client, I make sure I send them a checkoff list of everything that that we're going to need from them um, during the initial interview with them. If we're going to be working with them to get the media-based paperwork done, paper uh, publishing, trademark, LLC paper, whatever we're going to need, um, we're going to send you a checkoff list to let you know everything we're going to need because... Um, we don't need we don't we don't want to have to be calling looking for you to um get this done get that done we already have your, your budget on hand and we're taking care of things we, we try to get as much info from the clients as possible that first initial um conversation but just get in the habit of uh checking your emails um after everything's been confirmed and you, you get your passwords and your login to each fraternity now your entire song or your catalog of music has to be registered properly and, and sent to each uh, and put in each platform. So you have to take your song and you have to go and log into BMI. And now we're going to set up the split. So we have to put the title. They want to know the, the release date. What artists, uh, the uh, artists that are on the uh, actual song, we need their um, government names. And we're going to you're going to need your um, stage names. And then it comes to the most important part is the, the splits. Um, and I know we hear about splits and all that. That's why you should be doing a split sheet every time you go to a studio or if you're going to um, to do a song at someone else's studio. Make sure you bring your own personal split sheets, even if they don't have one. That way y'all can fill it out um, and y'all can break down the percentages what everybody going to get paid for their work. Uh, that they do on a song so because you got people who just work for hire you got some people who are actually you know you're, you're supposed to get a certain percentage or you're entitled to a certain percentage and i don't know that it's the way you guys break down your percentage is going to be up to you to you but bmi is going to break it down into uh two two hundred percent um bmi is going to break everything down two hundred percent so a hundred percent is paid out on the writer side and a hundred percent is paid out on the publishing side so um normally a hundred percent uh the producer gonna get fifty percent it's his beat fifty percent 
and then the artists who are actually um, on the hook or who did verses on the song, you guys are going to break down the other 50%. So if it's two people on the song, then y'all get 25% a piece that equal 50% totaling 100% on the writer side and then on the publishing side uh, publishing company whoever you use if you self-publish or you have a publishing company that publish your music they are going to get 50% of the royalty on the publishing side no. and the artist will split the other 50% of the publishing um, the publishing share so pretty simple stuff uh, as long as it equals 200% once you put the, the numbers in there. But if you got that split, she, you can just go down and put uh, the percentages by each um, artist name. And you already got it in there. As long as it equals 200%, they're going to accept it. If the percentages don't equal out to 200%, then BMI will not let you um, uh, submit the song. You'll get an error every time you submit the song. But when you get ready to submit the song, I want artists to listen to me clearly. When you register up your song... You need to register up the entire session. You need to register up your entire session with MediaBase. You need to register the clean version, the dirty version, the instrumental. Um, so this is where the codes are going to come from. This is this is uh, what well, we go through the distributor. When you get your ISRC code and UPC codes, those that is your part of your metadata. Um, the platforms that's how they recognize what music belongs to who and who get paid and 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 so that that is why media base is so important because this is where you're going to enter all your metadata to get paid and if your song has not been ran through a distributor after you get your mix and after your song has been mixed and mastered you want to register register the complete song not just one version of your song not just the clean and dirty version of your song you want every version of your song um, um, registered through a distributor. I don't care who you use, CD Baby, TuneCore, Ditto. It's a bunch of non-traditional distributors. The only thing they're going to do is basically they put your songs in, in the digital stores, and that's it. And you're not even going in all the digital stores. You're only going in the stores. Um, if you want to be in all the stores, you need to uh, consult with your um distributor to find out what it will cost for you to go in all the digital stores because you're not going in all the digital stores they're putting you in pretty much all the major um streaming stores and um you're gonna go in into a lot of the non-interactive streaming stores which goes back to what i said about the, the importance to have a sound exchange if you don't have a sound exchange then Nobody is collecting that non-interactive uh, royalty and it's just going into a pot until somebody collects that, you know. So, yes, if you had m music that's been been on a streaming platform, I don't care how long you had it on there for years and you have streams on there, but you just signed up with BMI. That means you're only getting a performance royalty from your performance right, uh, a rights organization. So you're not receiving any money from your non-interactive streams which come from sound exchange and your song spinning on the radio right now you never registered with nielsen bds so guess what you're never going to receive anything from nielsen bds and if you don't have a publishing company you are not going to receive a publishing royalty so you're not receiving any back-end money if you don't have a publishing company and you don't have a publishing administrator and that's just the way it works if you're a music artist or you think you're a music artist and you haven't registered with these fraternities that I mentioned, BMI, Sound Exchange, Nielsen BDS, 
get you a publishing company, get you a publishing administrator, then you're not, you don't exist. You don't even exist in the music game. I hear people like, I've been in the industry for this, and, and I go look up, I go try to look them up and find them on social media. I can find them on YouTube. They got a YouTube video, and I can go right into their description box and just <coughs> look through a little bit of their content. Excuse me. Look through a little, a little bit of their content, and I know in a couple of minutes um, if they know what they're doing or if, if they don't know what they're doing, or if they're doing it halfway right. Or if they doing this right or if they doing this wrong. So we've been doing it long enough to just look at your content. And after we talk to people on the telephone, you know, after a couple of minutes on the telephone, I can kind of figure out if, you know, you're on the right track or if you just been spinning your wheels or if you got it halfway right, but you got to a certain point and you just don't know what to do next. But I talked about media base and I want I want to put this. Uh, I want to, want to put this in uh, on the minds of the independent artists and labels. This digital era of music, you got to have what I just said, media based down correctly, but you got to have a budget. If you do not have a budget for your music, um, I just want everybody to hear me clearly. If you're artists out there and you're doing music, you're posting songs on Facebook, on YouTube, Twitter, and in all the other social social media platforms, and you don't have a budget for your music right now, you're just posting your music on there every day. You're just spamming. And that's why they keep blocking you off of Facebook three, four days. Or you've been in, you're not in Facebook jail. You're not spending any, you are in Facebook jail, but you're, you're not spending any money on Facebook or so with social media. So nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen with your music. It don't work like that. And I don't care how many CDs you stand out on the corner and try to sell. And go around what I'm telling you to do. When you finish doing that, how many ever years it take you to get it, you're going to come back and you're going to do everything I just mentioned to you. These are the steps you're going to take as far as the media base. You're going to register with a performance rights organization and you're going to you're going to register with Google Sound Exchange and you're going to register with Nielsen BDS. You're going to get a publisher and you're going to get a publishing administrator now or later. You're going to do this. You're going to do it now. And register all all of your your catalog correctly, or you're gonna come back and do it later, and it's gonna cost you a lot of money to have somebody sit down and register your catalog. So you've been warned. Nobody have to tell you. You don't have to come online and give us this uh, long uh, bend session on how you got screwed over and how the label screwed you over. Listen to me clearly. If you can read, if you can read. If you can, un- if you understand what you're reading, but if you don't understand verbiage, when you get to reading anything, contract or whatever you're doing in this industry, I advise you right now to find out or find you an entertainment lawyer who knows the verbiage, who knows the business that they use in this in this business, just to look over a contract to say. Uh, they trying to offer me this and this. Is this a good contract or is this is it? You need to know what's in your contract contractually you need to know what are you signing what are you obligated to do what do you what, you know when does it begin when does it end what percentage am i going to get what am i getting on the publishing what's the publishing you need to be asking these questions now a lot of artists don't know nothing about this we just want that bag they just want that bag they just want to record music you know what i'm saying they don't know they signed that contract and and that contract say they don't get nothing. 
they don't get a chance to do nothing but go on tour and, and do 250 some shows and and you're gonna be torn and doing this and doing that and the label gonna do this for you and the label gonna do that for you but they're gonna recoup all of that you ate a hamburger they gonna get it back they're gonna recoup what they invested in and and that's just the way it works quite simply and i and i see artists saying all the time i'm not gonna give this up i'm not gonna get that i ain't get i ain't signing one well that's fine that means that you have you you're financially able to independently push your music along without no help and megan the stallion like i mentioned at the beginning of this podcast she's a prime example of what artists don't need to do don't need to do she, I don't know if you guys seen the video. I'm pretty sure people seen it on. It's on YouTube right now. Yeah. You can go. Hey, if y'all hear noise in the background, I'm sorry. I have a severely autistic son. I'm a single dad, and he makes noises um, like that all the time. So if y'all hear that, I want to apologize to my listeners. Um, if it get too bad, I'll take him out of the room. But uh, my apologies. But yeah, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion is a prime example of what artists duh, need to make sure that. They're reading a contract. She started the video off. I really didn't know what was in my contract. You know, I was only 20-something mm-hmm. at the time. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You signed a contract, lady. She, you signed a contract. So she signed a contract with 1501. This, this is pretty much what she said. Uh, her and her mom, um, they were already doing a lot on their own before they got to 1501, which I never heard of Megan Thee Stallion until like 2016, I want to say. 2016, 2017. Um, but she says that before she met 1501, her and her mom was already out. She was freestyling and doing ciphers. And, and she was rapping in front of as many people as she could get in front of, which means nothing, man. It means nothing. And, and I want to I wanna tell all the independent artists out there right now, listen, <coughs> if you're spending money out here right now, you're paying people to open up for people and different things like that, I, I would stop that. Why are you paying? To, why are you paying people to open up for people? Unless it's something that's gonna really benefit you, like it's some. Uh, unless it's just some, I'm gonna spend. So you, you tell me, it's artists out here spending two hundred, fifty, five hundred dollars to open up for somebody. Why would you do that when you could take that five hundred dollars or two fifty and put it into your career? You're an unknown artist right now. You have zero fan base, and you just paid somebody five hundred dollars to stand on stage and do your song for do. Uh, a few uh a verse and a hook of a few songs that nobody's never heard the crowd is there to to see the major artists uh you don't have any flyers you don't have any download cards and even when cds was in you don't have any cds to live with them leave with them you don't have any usb bees to live leave with them why are you spending money investing in somebody else and you're going to leave. Nobody knew who you was. And even if your music was pretty good, somebody on stage like, it was an artist that last night that was pretty good. Well, what was her name? I don't know. She didn't have no flyers. Or he didn't have no flyers, no download cards. But he was jamming, though. And then it's on to the next guy. Yeah, this guy right here, though, he had flyers. He had CDs. He's selling his merch at the show. He, You know what I'm saying? When you go into a show, you're doing a showcase. You don't have a show. Independent artist. I, I see in the, in the artists all the time posting, hey, my show is this, this, this. You don't have a show unless somebody booked you. Somebody paid you to perform. And I doubt that seriously if you don't have a fan base. You don't have a fan base yet. That's that, that's the part that we skipping. And when artists call me 99% of the time, 
any artist I speak to, that's one one thing that, that the number one thing they say, can you help me get shows? Can I help you get shows? Well, uh, that's the long term goal. But right now, how about we help build you a, a, a brand? How about we get an image going? How about we get some quality uh, recordings done off your music so you're not sounding like you recorded in your mom's bathroom? See, a lot of artists just putting music out right now. A lot of artists not even musically ready to even put any music out. But everybody just putting music out. That's your brand, though. That's your one chance. Once you put that music out there, it ain't no do-overs. Yeah, you're going to get better, but we want to start how we plan on finish. Finishing, right? Quality. Quantity. Yeah, that's the key now. Because it's about quantity. A, a, a quality. A quality catalog. But I want, I want quality quantity. It's a lot of trash out here right now. Everybody sound the same to me. Everybody sound the same on the radio. I want to hear. I love. I love to hear original music, artists that don't sound like everybody. Everybody down south to me. Everybody on the radio sound like they sound like they are from Atlanta. No diss to Atlanta, but that's that's they thing. That's they swag. Everybody saying it's a culture. I got swag and the new. You know the younger. Y'all say y'all got drip. You're dripping and whatever you're doing. All these different terms. No knock to y'all. I respect that. We had the crunk music. And they said the same thing about us. We was, music was loud and we got crunk. And it's just, y'all just changed the name. Y'all just changed the terms and different things like that. But it means the same thing. But why everybody sound the same? Why, why everybody, how, how I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's annoying. I don't even listen to the radio because everybody on the radio sound just the same. They sound just alike. You understand what I'm saying? Originality. What happened to originality? But hey, this is the new wave, as they say. I don't believe in that. that it's the culture and everybody, the culture. No, I don't feel like an artist that's from Louisiana. I love to hear artists from Louisiana because he sound, he sound like he's from Louisiana. I love to hear artists from the Midwest. They sound Midwest. I sound, out West, West Coast. They, they sound like the West Coast. Everybody sound like they from Atlanta right now. And they saying this auto-tune is terrible right now. It's, it's a lot of these songs. It's terrible, man. But originality, man. You know, I don't want to hear artists that sound like everybody else. And then it's the, the challenges. You know, we had the remix and they still doing a remix. But now it's like you can't come up with your own original idea. I don't want to hear like prime example, this box challenge. You know, it's just they had many, but the box challenge. When I hear the beat, the first artist I think about is Rowdy Rich. But yeah, you rapping on on the same beat, but the whole time I listen to the song, I already heard the song, man. This Rowdy Rich song. So, you know, that's a big turn. That's to me as a fan, that's a big turn off to me that artists that do that. It just shows this generation has no originality. Everybody sound the same, everybody look the same. So, but they say that's the culture, but Hey, um, let's talk about the Megan the Stallion situation. Let's get back to the Megan Stallion situation. Um, Megan said she didn't read a contract. She really didn't know. And I heard she came back and recanted that and said, yeah, you know, she kind of did know what was in her contract, but she didn't know everything that was in her contract. But if you're an independent artist, the way it works, guys, is... Right now, if you're coming into the game, you don't you have zero fan base, you have really nothing. You're gonna have to have a label or private investors who are willing to invest a budget 
behind your music or your individual projects. And if you can't do that, the label is going to do that. So we're going to have to do something contractual. Like, look, I know you're not really bringing it. And, and Carl Crawford, you know, I've heard his side of the story. The 15 on one, him, you know. And what he's saying is T. Ferris pretty much ran his label. And that happens a lot. A lot of people are not, um, they may not know the business or they may know the business, but they haven't, they're not doing it. And T. Ferris, I feel like, you know, T. Ferris had been in the game a long time in, in the Houston area. T. Ferris, um, I heard his name for years, you know, in the music business as far as manager, being doing management and different things like that. So he, he I'm, I'm pretty sure he had the connections already. So that was a good partnership for him and, uh, and uh, Carl uh, Crawford, the CEO of uh, 1501. Uh, so I guess T. Ferris handling the day-to-days. And like he said, um, he told him to go out after he seen the video on uh, Nikki. Uh, not Nikki. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Megan. She heard that. She'll kill me. But uh, he, heard, he heard the freestyle, I guess she was doing. Or the cipher she was doing, and he said, "Go out and see if we can get a, and get a sign." And and you sign, you, she signed for some reason. She signed with fifteen on one for ten thousand, fifteen thousand, whatever it was. What from me listening to the the interview, what makes no sense to me is if you and your mother were already doing your thing and y'all were popping the way the industry works, there was no need for me to sign with a fifteen on one because three hundred and other labels, uh, you know, if they were on your neck, if you was that high, believe me. They were trying to, they'll be trying to sign you. If you got the numbers and you got the following, uh, if you got a following now, yeah, they trying to sign you because they can turn that following into, into, into dollar sign. So without 1501, there would never been a 300. You got, you had to have the money to be on their radar. And then for uh, Rock Nation to come in and she signed went behind their back and signed a management deal with Rock Nation. And I don't know what was going on day to day, but I'm pretty sure it was a reason why she went behind uh, and signed with Rock Nation. I mean, what independent artists wouldn't want, uh, you know, to be managed by Rock Nation. I mean, come on, man. This is Jay-Z. But uh, I don't I don't know what happened in between, but I'm just saying. So she goes behind their back, as they saying, and she signs the... Uh, management deal with rock nation and then she says when she signed the management deal she got real lawyers she got a uh, real management and these people came to her and told her, like look you know megan you, you 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 know you signed the deal you got right now you could get a a better deal so she said she didn't want out of the contract she just wanted to renegotiate her contract so my question is um the only questions i had and i understand that hey you want to renegotiate and, and and she should. She probably could make um uh a better percentage if she had her own money coming into the game. You know what I'm saying? Somebody had to put money behind you to put you on these different platforms. And she had to have budgets for these videos that we seen that we've seen since she's been on 15 on one. You know? So she's saying that no money has been spent behind her. But how did you get on all these different platforms if no money has been spent behind you, mate? Uh, money was spent. And uh, 1501 is saying he has uh, uh, receipts for this. Now, she did win a temporary restraining order against the label. And that's basically just temporarily preventing them from blocking her from releasing music. She dropped the new Sugar album. 
uh, or a little small EP, I'm gonna call it. Um, it's more than an EP. She just said it's not a real album, not the album. She wanted just a couple of songs she put together for the fans. And I listened to the uh, I listened to the album personally. Um, I like two songs on the on the entire uh, album she put together. I think it's like mm. "Crying in My Car" and uh, uh, "Rich." I really like that Rich song. I think that's a hit song. I know she ain't gonna listen to me, but. If I was on a team, that Rich song would be one of the next singles I put out to push. I really think I like the hook. It's catchy. I feel like mm, with the right budget, it could be a very, very nice um, single. So, Megan, if y'all listening, uh, that Rich song is a hit song in my book. But um, I hope everything works out with it. And then Jay Prince is involved. You know, he came out and made his statement. And everybody from Houston know when, 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 when Jay come out... <clears throat> When the boss man come out, you know, and talk, you know, people, you know, I'm going to just listen. But, you know, I, I you got to look at that two ways. You know, it's either going to work out uh, good for Megan or it's going to work out very, very bad for Megan. And I just feel like the whole situation, you know, I wish it could have been handled a different way with besides going public. But, hey, I'm not Megan. And, and she's saying, you know, seven million dollars she's generated since she's been. Uh, on 15 on one and she if, if it's true she's only seen 15,000 well yeah Houston we definitely have a problem but that that's real serious but 60 40 split with 50% called control of our masters is a great deal no artist gonna get that coming off the streets no fan base artists gotta have a fan base you gotta have a following you gotta have the numbers if anybody telling you anything different if you're looking for a record deal and you don't have what I'm saying, the stuff that I'm telling you is not about to happen. 360 deal is awaiting you. Uh, <clears throat> they want half of everything, man. You know, and you're not getting no 40%. You can forget that if you were signed to a major label. So, uh, independent, I, I'm all for independent, staying independent as long as you can. But the reality is that you have to have money. And if you can't afford to do it and you want to be in this business and <clears throat> you can get your brand popping and get a buzz and get you a hit single. Got to get a hit single in order to uh, to make it to, to, to be even be considered in this game. We got you got to have a hit single, you know, and I and I see so many artists doing so many different things. Like <clears throat> I talk to I talk to artists and for some reason, artists will get on the phone and they talk to you or I've had uh, interviews with artists in person. And when I meant everything is good until you mention you got to have a budget. You got to invest in yourself. Nobody's going to invest in you. And if you lucky, blessed enough to find somebody to invest in you, then you better know how to read contracts or you better have an entertainment lawyer or somebody that's uh, that understands that contract before you sign it. Because it's going to happen if you don't protect your music. And a lot of artists out here right now putting music out. They performing songs at showcases that's not properly registered. It's their original music. But they, they go ahead, go, going to go ahead and record it and, and perform it now without it being protected. It'll be okay. But actually, you're setting yourself up for a chance somebody else to take your, your concept or just take your song, period, and put it out. What, what you going to do? People know if your music not registered or not. If I know it, don't you think they know it? And then you go in and I see artists that you want to go and you want to go and purchase um, all these bot views. The system is not going to allow Google Analytics and, uh, you know, 
they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna allow the fake views. That's over with. You're gonna have to invest in yourself, or you're gonna have to have have a small investment team or some people who are gonna invest in you, or you need to have good credit where you can walk into the bank and get you a a, a small business loan, and then uh, come up with a business plan and get with a performance uh, get with a a PR firm, somebody who can help uh, promote and market you properly to help you put your brand out there with advertisement dollars. So you gotta have the money. There's no way around the money. And $50 a month ain't going to get it. Uh, $100 a month, it ain't going to get you there. $250 is not going to get you there. Um, it's a start. And there's some things that we can do with smaller shoestring budgets to um, build awareness, more awareness, and help you uh, build, build, build your fan base. So, And that should be your key. Now that you're starting out, you're going to have to have a fan base for your music. CDs are over with. You gotta build a fan base for, uh, for somebody to purchase your music. It, it, it don't work that way. You just artists are just putting out song after song after song. Oh, I put this song out, put it online. It got 300 views or a thousand or 5,000 or 10,000 views, and then they what do they do? They go and put another song out. You know what I'm saying? It does the same thing over and over, and nothing is happening. Nothing is happening because you haven't took the the uh, proper steps. To properly, like we said, register your music, your media base correctly, 100% correctly, the entire song, the entire session, not just one song and put the dirty version of your song on a streaming platform and get on Facebook. Oh, my song drops next week, guys. My album drops next week. Who are you talking to? And you don't have a fan base. Why would a perfect, and some people may, it may work, but it's not going to work on, fa on Facebook anymore. You're not going to just post, hey, my album coming out next weekend and then you're gonna go viral you waiting you're gonna be waiting forever because they're caps on you now not spending any money on social media guys listen to me clearly i don't care who you are what you're sharing nobody is seeing it nobody is seeing your content ain't nobody hating on you that's why your number's not moving there's nothing behind your music there's no advertisement dollars behind your music you got to know what you're doing on social media. And there's no way around the promotion and marketing. That's the key. You got to have promotion and marketing. Now, I covered a lot of things um, in this podcast. Um, I got um, three singles that I'm going to play for you guys. Um, a couple clients that I'm working with right now. Um Artists that I personally manage right now, uh, um, Felony the Crown Holder, he's an East Texas artist, he's an East Texas rapper, uh, we've, we've, we've been working together almost 10 years, kind of like we learned this business together, um, took us 10 years to figure out the, took us about 10 years to figure out the, uh, the digital game and how it works and how to uh, get revenue from this music. Um, but uh, I'm going to play a song he has. Uh, I Got the Juice. This is, it's a single he got out right now. It's available on all major streaming platforms, as well as the other two artists that I'll be mentioning. You can find their music right now on all major streaming platforms. Check them out. Uh, f follow them on uh, social media, Instagram. Um, follow them on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to their YouTube channels. Uh, first song is going to be I Got the Juice. Uh, the next artist will be uh, Keontae Howard from Highway Money. Uh, Keontae has a, a, a couple of singles out. He dropped a lot of music in uh, 2019. 
He's an up-and-coming uh, rapper out of East Texas, out of the Northeast Texas area. Look him up uh, on YouTube, Keontae. Uh, the name of the song is uh, Pretty Picture. Uh, great video. Um, him and Felony Crown Holder both, uh, their singles uh, went viral on Worldstar. Um, Pretty Picture and um, Flip by Felony Crown Holder and T. Raider Dunn. Um, so check those artists out and lastly uh, it's an artist out here in Northeast Texas uh, if you guys get a chance um, look him up on YouTube his name is uh, Camp Nowhere out of the Longview uh, Tyler area uh, Camp Nowhere is a um, <clears throat> he's a different type artist and I mentioned this earlier in the podcast about uh, you know how everybody sounding the same uh, Every you know these artists just sound the same but He's a unique artist, so look him up, Camp Nowhere. Uh, he has a single, um, Bloody Mary. Um, Y'all check out Bl Bloody Mary. It's produced by a producer out of uh, Tyler, Texas, named Trilly Millie. Uh, he's an up-and-coming producer, man, great producer. A lot of talent out in the Northeast Texas area. I deal with a lot of artists, you know, uh, from all over, like I said, all over the United States. Uh, got artists uh, that I'm dealing with out in... Uh, uh, Detroit, Georgia, Florida. Uh, <clears throat> I'm talking to artists out in Cali now. So, the social media is a powerful tool um, if used correctly. Um, every artist, every business business owner, uh, whoever you are, if you're on social media right now, get you a website. Uh, get you a website and find you a niche. And, and, and entrepreneurship is the way. 21st century you need to be looking at entrepreneurship entrepreneurship finding finding your way find out a way to align yourself with social media it's a lot of money on social media uh the marketing promo is just my passion and the media-based paperwork but it's a lot of money out here to be made in, in this e-commerce e uh uh shopify i see all these t-shirt makers and hat makers and business owners um it's, this is a great vehicle for people to um to get wealthy and and i know it's a lot of bs online and i, I just want to end this podcast on this note that it's a lot of bs online it's a lot of information and you, you you just have to do your research and find out um what's legit and what's not legit uh like i said when i speak of something on this podcast i don't want people to feel like hey he's a specialist or an expert this is just stuff that we did that worked media base Get your media base in order. Um, <clears throat> if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, like I said, Devin Brown. Uh, you'll see the Big Street Kings uh, gold crown. Uh, you can DM me. Send me a friend request. Uh, you can reach us at uh, our Gmail. is uh, Street Kings. S-T-R-E-E-T-K-I-N-G-Z. Promo. P-R-O-M-O. 903. Small T-X at gmail.com and um you can uh send me a message you got questions dm me on facebook you can follow me on instagram at street kings promo 134 uh, send me a direct message um in the local area 903-601-0010 um you can set up an appointment um we're here like i said we're here to assist uh Independent order in independent artists and labels 
and teaching them how to own, operate, and monetize all of their original content. Small business owners, new business owners, uh, we can do things, certain things to help you and assist you to uh, make people aware that you're in business, you're a new business, or if you're a business that's been in, in business for years and you're looking to rebrand your business and align yourself uh, with social media, we can we can assist you. We have services for that. We have services for, like I said, media-based paperwork, uh, publishing, promotion and marketing packages. Uh, we, we can help artists on a shoestring budget. Um, it's quite possible for artists, independent artists, to make good money and to make real revenue from their original content. You just got to learn the process. And, and once you figure out this process, you just have to do it with every song. You got to have a budget. Like I say, for every project that you put out, you got to start putting uh, a budget behind your music. You got to get some production packages behind your videos to get them on the bigger platforms like BET mm-hmm. and, and different production uh, platforms for the masses to be able to um, see your content. But this is pro- this process uh, is the process that every independent artist is going to need to take in order to um, align yourself in this digital age. And you need to do it yesterday uh the game is changing a lot of the distributors now like i said and i spoke briefly on the distributors that are out right now cd baby tunecore uh ditto route note it's a bunch of different uh distributors they are all non-traditional distributors it doesn't matter which one you use to distribute your music because they're non-traditional you don't have a promotion you don't have a, a distribution deal so until you have a big enough catalog to um, submit an application to a major distributor for your music, then you don't need to worry about that. Uh, artists right now, BMI and, and performance rights organizations, these checks, you don't have to worry about getting a check from the, any of these platforms until you put the, the work in and you get a big enough catalog to really see the type of money that you want to see. This this is a process. And if anybody is looking for that overnight success, um, we're probably not the people that you want to talk to. But if you're a serious artist and you understand that this is a process, but you do want to see um, um, revenue from your um, from your hobby right now or from from your uh, career, if this is something you're serious about, then we definitely want to speak to you. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, I look forward to speaking to you guys. And uh, I just want to wish uh, I want to wish everybody the best of luck. And I hope you guys learned something from this. I hope I didn't talk too fast. But like I said, you'll be able to uh, put on your headphones and listen to the things I'm saying and take you some notes. And uh, if you need help, we are here yeah. to assess, assist you artists and uh, small business owners and going to the next level. Peace and blessings, everyone.